In the summer of 64 BC, Marcus Tullius Cicero, the greatest orator ancient Rome ever produced, was running for consul, the highest office in the Roman Republic. He was 42 years old, the son of a wealthy businessman from the small town of Arpinum, south of Rome. His father had seen that Marcus and his younger brother Quintus received the finest education and had even sent the boys to Greece to study with the most noted philosophers and orators of the day. Marcus was a gifted speaker and possessed a brilliant mind equal to his golden tongue. What he lacked was the advantage of noble birth. Ancient Roman society was highly class-conscious and dismissed men such as Marcus Cicero as unfit to preside over the Republic. He was determined to prove them wrong. As a young man, Marcus had completed an undistinguished year in military service under the father of the future Roman general, Pompey the Great, who would one day defend the state against Julius Caesar. This younger Pompey became a patron of Marcus and helped him in his subsequent political career. At twenty-five, Marcus won his first case in the Roman courts, defending a well-connected man against murder charges. His reputation grew in the years to follow as he successfully represented many prominent men. Victories that also helped him rise through the political ranks of the Republic. He had already served admirably in the important but lesser offices of Quester and Praetor. However, no man outside the noble families had been elected as a consul for thirty years, making the attainment of this ultimate goal by Marcus unlikely. Yet in 64, the other candidates for the consulship, most notably Antonius, known as Hybrida, and Catiline, were such an unsavory lot that some of the nobility held their noses and threw their support behind Marcus Cicero. Still, the thought of an outsider from a small town being one of the two consuls to govern the ancient republic, ruler of millions across the Mediterranean lands, was too much for many of the blue-blooded families to stomach. Marcus was going to have a long and difficult campaign if he was going to win. At this point, the more practical Quintus decided that his elder brother needed some advice. Quintus was four years younger than Marcus, with a fiery and sometimes cruel temperament. Although overshadowed by his elder sibling, he was fiercely loyal to Marcus and recognized that his brother's success would pave his own way to fame and fortune. He had even married the headstrong Pomponia, sister of Marcus's best friend Atticus, and fathered a son with her two years earlier, though the marriage was always rocky. As the campaign for consul was beginning, Quintus wrote a short pamphlet to Marcus on electioneering in the form of a letter. The result is a little-known text that has somehow survived the centuries, called in Latin the Commentariolum Petitionus. Some specialists in Roman literature doubt that Quintus wrote the work, believing it was another contemporary or perhaps a Roman from the following century. Others would agree that Quintus was indeed the author. What matters, however, is not the identity of the writer, but what he says. The author was clearly someone intimately familiar with Roman politics in the first century B.C., who possessed a keen sense of how elections are won in any age. Rome in the days of the Cicero brothers was a vast empire, run as if it were still a small town nestled among seven hills along the Tiber River. Politics was deeply personal, controlled by a few leading families of the city, and centered around the Roman Forum, a former swamp in the center of town. Although Roman citizens lived across the Mediterranean region, there was no such thing as an absentee ballot. 
all campaigning was done by candidates within the city of Rome or in nearby towns.